Cancel culture is real. CrossPolitik is on the front lines of this battle with the goal of creating a Christian television network and platform where we can't be canceled and where content creators will have the freedom to glorify God. Our goal is to create a space for like-minded businesses to thrive on this platform and to reach an audience that will not only buy your products and services, but also support your business when the heat of cancel culture comes your way. We want our platform to help you create an anti-fragile business as we bring together Christians from all over the world to tune in. With millions of downloads a year, access to DirecTV, Xfinity, and social media outlets, we are excited to partner with you. So, if you own a business and believe in this vision, then you need to call me. I'm Garrison Hardy, and I am the business development rep at CrossPolitik and the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. We are looking for businesses, large or small, that not only have great products and services, but also understand that the cultural battle that is impacting the business climate here and now. I have a background in marketing, and I'd love to help you advertise your business on CrossPolitik. Give me a call at 208-792-1290 or email me at garrison at fightlaughfeast.com. You gotta start the music. We're doing a show. <laughs> it's the midweek fix. Welcome to Cross Politic. Pastor Toby Chuck Knox. I'm the Water Boy. It's good to be with you guys on our new time. 7 p.m. This is a different Pastor Toby, too. 7 p.m. He totally looks no nonsense right now. He's not drinking out of Gabe's cup. <laughs> <laughs> not Tony's? You aren't drinking out of Tony's? No. No. I'm just drinking out of Gabe's cup. See, I don't even care. Usually he's drinking like I don't coffee. even care. Now, now, now folks. We've That's been telling you. Be. We've been this telling you this for the last show. month that we are being disciplined by YouTube right now. We are not on. Oh, we're, we're, we are not being disciplined by YouTube. We're, we are. We're no. We're canceled on not. YouTube until November. That's right. Lie, lie, lie. Um, and so we're not on. We're, we're suspended from YouTube until November. So we're really encouraging you guys. I I think this next year there's going to be a, a, a significant uptick in big tech going after conservatives. I really do. I started a Fight Laugh Feast uh, Telegram account for us, so oh. you can get on Telegram and go to Fight Laugh. Feast I don't like Telegram. Family. I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah, I don't yeah, like it. I, like I, it. I, I was on there. I, I didn't like it. it. This is weird. Going? No, you need to get on no, there. It's, not, it's weird. I, I'm, I'm, I haven't even told you about all the stuff I've been doing. Oh no. <laughs> and uh, so, the, but the other thing is, download our app. Go download our app. Get it. Can I finish an introduction? Um, go to uh, you know the your your your. App Store, type in Fight, Laugh, Feast, or type in Cross Politics. Download our app. That, those are great ways to communicate. And and uh, and then our email list. I'd say our email list. Go to our website. Sign up for our email list. Trying to figure out the best we can to not be totally deplatformed in this in this cancel culture world. And so we're kind of building our own infrastructure. And so those are great ways for you guys to kind of uh, connect with us and everything. You guys got any, anything to add on that? No, this is America, right. and in America, everybody can eat. That's what I want to add. Yeah. Everybody yeah. can eat. That's right. That's that, what was, that really happened. Okay. <laughs> so You're right. That did. It, it really, that really did, happen. did happen. It's crazy. To, like, that's not just a stinger. No, that, really, that, that really did that's happen. That's real life in New York. <laughs> uh, uh, earlier today. I was um, watching our emergency show that we did last year. Yeah, um, uh, I got arrested on Wednesday, the twenty third. And as then Gabe does every Wednesday. When <laughs> every Wednesdays, <laughs> and then as well, soon ladies as and gentlemen, I've been dumb. <laughs> and then as soon as I I got out of jail, um, I I called Knox. After I called my wife, of course, I called Knox, and Knox is like, "Get in the studio." Right, and so. <laughs> Uh, I you, you know were walking down the street. I, I, I walked. I was walking yeah. down the street because I didn't have my car at the jail cell. Right, 
Um, and so uh, we walk over to the studio and recorded this emergency. And if you haven't seen it yet, I really like go back and watch that whole show. But there's um, one point we're kind of talk, talking through the video of me being arrested and people getting around, gathering around and what the cops were, how they're interacting with us as they're trying to put me into the um, police car. And, and Toby comes up and just starts rebuking the officer. He said, you know, you are wrong, officer. And it was really respectful and really good. And and then we paused the chalk talk, and Darren said, he's like, this is why I moved to Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I got out of L.A. is because I have a pastor that's got my back. I got, you know, he said, what church leadership nationwide has your back? He said, I don't know. I didn't have it in L.A. That, that that's why I moved to Moscow. You know, I remember when Darren, I think I even said this on the show. I said, you told me like seven years ago mm-hmm. that I want to move somewhere where when it goes down, I know somebody's going to have my back. And right. I was like, I, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, yeah. I, I wasn't there. I wasn't yeah. where he was at. And he had saw it coming a long time ago. Yep. So anyways, really good stuff. Go check out that old emergency fun video. Um, it, uh, we need to make sure that our um, our laptops are not. Are not getting, dinging yeah, on not the show dinging. because I'd be yeah. okay. So the the last couple of weeks, I've been thinking about uh, kind of the whole medical industrial complex related to the COVID pandemic, and an article actually came out on on Stat News S T A T News dot com. I reported this in our daily news brief this week, and they kind of um, uh, gathered. Uh, Congress set up kind of a, a, a almost a two hundred billion dollar fund. In 2020, to kind of what you know, help mitigate the impacts of the COVID 19 pandemic, and and so here's the uh, on your screen here. Here's kind of the top ten medical hospitals that received uh, you know money from this pot. So look at New York City Healthcare and Hospital Corporation. Well, they received one point uh, I think two billion dollars or something. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, and then you see, um, uh, I think the n- number three. Oh no! The New York area city hospitals together they received three point one billion dollars. Okay, that's the New York City area hospitals and, and health t- systems. I think that's all combined. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the Presbyterian New York and Presbyterian Hospital. Oh man! I know they received six hundred thirty-one million dollars. They're not rowdy Presbyterians. They are not, and they're they or they're neutered USA PCUSA. Yeah. Oh sure. And one point two billion just went to the you know just just to the Health and Hospital Corporation of New York City, just that specific hospital. So they got $1.2 billion. But kind of go down this list. What I did was, and you'll follow the link in the show notes. When you guys get the show notes, follow the link, and you can look at your hospitals in your state, in Arizona, wherever you're at. I went to Moscow, Idaho, which right. is where we live. And our hospital re- has received over $5 million during the pandemic. And keep five in and mind, a half. Five, yep, to be more exact, about five and a half. And keep in mind, like our hospital has never claimed it's been overwhelmed. Oh, it's claimed that never. No, it, it, not, it hadn't claimed that. It set it's up been, a tent out in the parking lot. Now it did <laughs> set up a tent. No, it did do that. That was empty. It, but it was empty for six months. For six months, and never claimed it was overwhelmed. They set up as a precautionary measure. Yeah. Okay. You know. Um, but North Idaho has claimed that they're short of beds. That, and Coeur d'Alene, right? And we've talked about this on the show where that, that definition of being short of be- beds is connected to how many staff you have on. Right. And most of our hospitals here in Idaho had cut about 20 to 30% of their hospital staff when the pandemic started because we're in a pandemic. And, and, and when you're in a pandemic, you, fire. you don't need as many people. Yeah, it's weird. Helping you. You fire. Uh-huh. And, I, think, uh, I think that's a sans-demic, right? Uh-huh. That's the... Yeah, yeah mm. something like Anyways. that. Anyways. 
So you can go. I really encourage you go go to statsnews.com or follow the show note links, and you can go and look at all the hospitals in your region Saint and all the money. Luke's in Boise is making it made seventy million. St. Luke's Magic Valley Regional made thirty six million. St. Alfonso's Regional Medical Center in in Boise seventeen million. Those are the top three in Idaho, well, and, and it just goes on. So Idaho's probably received you know some sort of millions and billions of dollars from the government during a pandemic. Now, what what didn't make sense to me in all this was, isn't it if if you're in their shoes using their logic, yeah, and you're in a pandemic, your hospitals are overwhelmed. Well, if you have more demand for your services. You know, clients coming in the door, shouldn't you be making more money and not need government um, support? Wait, wait, ask that again. If you're in a pandemic, business is good. Business oh. is good. You got more demand coming in your doors. It, you're, you should be making more money than you ever had because of so much demand. Shouldn't you not need you know government checks and well, government funding? I, some, but couldn't it? It would depend on whether or not the people who are coming in have a certain type of ability to be able to pay for the services that they're getting. It could be a certain group of people. But that you have, have Obamacare now. Everyone can well, that's get government, Well, that's how you're getting government money, No, though. no, no. This is extra. This pocket of money that, that they receive is, is on relief. top of Obamacare insurance or any other insurance that they would think, well, receive. But one another factor, Gabe, is, is the fact that you didn't actually have hospitals getting slammed. I, I don't believe you. It's true. Also, <laughs> um, uh the the industry that was hit the hardest and it had the most layoffs was the healthcare industry because not only did, were they told there was going to be a pandemic that's right which which never um, uh, actually materialized right. all these empty tents right and aircraft carriers and things uh, yep. uh, but they canceled all the other services that they usually do so mm-hmm. then and um, and that and so there was a there really was I think a massive deficit in the healthcare industry I mean they were right. laying people off because they didn't need the nurses because they weren't doing cancer screenings and they weren't doing your Did, your regular your, your non essential right. surgical whatever. surgeries but yeah. do you do you think the hospitals got hit harder than everybody else in that then well, that's, I mean, I mean, at least. What do you mean uh, hit hit hard based by what? on layoffs? Well, I mean, if yeah, based on layoffs, they got hit hard. Based compared, on layoffs, because because yeah, yeah. didn't you say that the the, the industry that was hit the hardest the was top it? two industries um, after March 2020 that lost the most jobs were the um, uh, restaurant industries and the medical industries. Right, the mm. top two. Right, mm. and I think the medical was number one at one point. So, so part of this is is hard. It's hard to. Uh, I don't know how hospital um, budgets work, um, and it's and it's part of the problem is that you have, have so much so many government uh, tapeworms yeah, tentacles in, 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 in the uh-huh. yeah maybe tentacles is a little bit nicer yeah. way of saying well it, they but, probably are tapeworms no you're probably right <laughs> but um, they, no. they're um, they're up in all of this and so it's like you've got Medicaid Medicare yeah. Social Security uh-huh. um, Obamacare then insurance yeah. companies, insurance companies yep. that are also getting money from the government COVID yeah. COVID relief Plus money COVID relief money uh-huh. right and it, and I it looks bad right um, it, it it looks it looks awful. In a, in a certain way, and, it, and at the same time, it's like they did get hit hard. Uh-huh. Yeah, I wonder what the stipulation was in order to be able to get the money. Right. Like, what what, what kind of situation do you have to be in order to be able to get well, that well, kind of money? Well, they're not getting the same amount of well, money. Well, you can actually. So on this website, you can you can click on it, and it'll it'll you, you can select your state, and it goes like all the way down to like you know like in one place in Washington. So the highest one in, in Washington State is in Tacoma. Multi care health system of Tacoma took in two hundred and seventy seven million dollars. <sighs> 
Um, and then if you, you can click it and reverse the amounts all the way down to, you know, I'm just going to read randomly. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, Dino Lucas of Walla Walla. <laughs> Oh poor guy! Sorry, Dino. You just you got random. No, Providence got three dollars. That's funny. Toothbrush three dollars from from this COVID relief fund that Stat News is following. Right. So for for a toothbrush, three bucks. Yeah, probably and some toothpaste or something like that. Probably maybe floss. It's probably what floss. Is that an essential service? I mean, but so like my answer to your question though is is how do you get this? I I mean, like some of these people might guess. Like, I mean, how do you get a check for three dollars? Yeah. I mean, maybe it was what was left of what he needed to pay off or something like that. He forgot three dollars, and so I don't know. So the like, hospital collected like, on his co- behalf. Or Concerto something. Medical Group of Washington in Linwood, Washington, got five dollars. But if this is government money, don't we have the right to know how much money? Well, that's why it's here. I guess that's why it's. it's but we don't know why Dino got three dollars. Yeah, why Dino get three dollars? But. I'm, I mean, I can't imagine him like filling out an application form for three dollars. Like, I really need this floss. I covered right now. everything but my yeah. my toothbrush, <laughs> and, and writing, putting his receipt and clicking it, and then like putting it in the mailbox and saying yeah. the stamp costs more. I, like um, I'm thinking, like I, I'm guessing there was some kind of like slush fund or something like that that was like, hey, let's just send this out to everybody that has ever you know real talk. Any- uh, yeah, it does, but it also feels like laundering. Like it feels like just how you launder money. Yeah, <laughs> you get enough dinos, get three dollars. Well, you got hey, a lot of how money much now. We got left. We got thirty five. Get five to Tommy. Yeah, get three to Dino. <laughs> you, get yeah, it once, done. you know, you remember you used to get letters in the mail a long time ago when they'd put a dollar in. Now and now you need to send ten dollars to these people. Kind oh, of thing. Yeah. Oh that? yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Okay. Pyramid that's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what kind of I made a lot like, of money well, off though. But all this, all this. <laughs> <laughs> They all ended up at the same address with different names to Knox. So it is. <laughs> but but here's here's where the conversation goes to me goes for me is this to me makes a little sense behind why the hospitals won't speak out. Yeah. Our hospital in here in town has not said a thing about the antibodies. Yeah. Zero zilt yeah. zip. Right. Our hospital in town has not said anything about the pretreatments. Right. Hey, if you get COVID. Go get some vitamin D, get some vitamin B, try, you know, do, do some of these pretreatments that we know tend to help boost your immune system. Right. You haven't heard anything about that. And then they haven't said anything about how there's no data behind public masking. Well, have nothing. You, well, it's not, I don't and think. So be, but they're doing this because of all the government funding that's pouring into their hospitals. Yeah. And, they're, and, and they know if they speak out against the government, well, we lose, you know, every, anything from, you know, our hospitals. Like, this is like 6% of the budget that they had. Yeah. Well, some hospitals is probably like 20, 30% when you're getting $300 million. Well, and yeah. I, okay. We don't know how much of, of, a, of the percent of budget is for Dino. <laughs> well, Pastor, you were talking about this earlier, and you were like, somebody's got to run the other play where they're like, okay, because obviously this is already a socialistic market. Something's going right, on here that's, right. that's not inside of a form of capitalism because we don't know how this is. We can't even make sense of how this thing is operating. Right, right. But also, too, you were talking about the fact that why come nobody's running the other play? Why come nobody's saying, you know what, we're going to take our bet in a private market that we think is going to be a capitalistic setup and take right. our bet and say, hey, people aren't going to get. My thought was there is a lot of people out there who are, they're going to make money off coronavirus, but they're also saying they're afraid of, um, you know, of actually testing the system right? in the, in the capitalistic side of it. Right. It's like, and why they won't run the play on the capitalistic well, side. Well, because everything's jerry-rigged. Well, because right you, mentioned, you mentioned seeing the article, I saw it too, where um, some company is going to um, charge 
um, insurance rates yes, extra it, for spouses right. that are not vaccinated. A health company, a yeah. health company is, right. is going to yep. charge twenty four five hundred dollars a month right. because their spouses, other pe- people's employees, spouses are vaccinated. But and so again, zoom out somewhat on this is like um, indicate. So there's a there's a news story just came out. Was it today? I don't know. But um, uh, more Americans have died of COVID this year than than in all of 2020. This is from John Hopkins. Okay. So this is last ABC, year, ABC News. Yep. Okay. Um, Two hundred, three hundred and fifty-two thousand people died last year. Uh, you know, of course, with or from, it doesn't matter. Whatever, whatever. Right. You, this, this year, let them have it. Yeah. This year, now to this point, that was twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah. October, to, whatever. Here we are in October, Six. and now three hundred and fifty-three thousand people died. Right. So apparently, about. So and here's the here, here's the point though is this is with the vaccine. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you know, so so like just take the rhetoric, take it all hook, line, and sinker. Right. This uh-huh. is a solution. This is this it's it's effective. Whatever. Uh-huh. You just told us that more people have died this year, this year than yep. last year yep. when yep. you didn't have the vaccine. That's right. Okay, and um, it's all the unvaccinated people, though, Pastor. That's what it's three hundred fifty-three thousand unvaccinated. You said Vermont. People. So Vermont is the highest vax state in the union right now. So do we have a union? Can I say union? You can. Um, just and for they're a few about years. they're about seventy percent. And what was funny was. Uh, somewhat was it New York or New Jersey health inspector said we need we need to reach the seventy percent vaccine mark and we're out of this pandemic. Right. So someone in the Northeast, I can't remember who said it. Well, and Biden's now, not saying now that. they're watching Vermont. Vermont's spiking right now. Right. Um. In 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 COVID related um hospital visits, and and now that they've hit the seventy percent vaccine vaccination point, they're like, oh, this is not so, enough. So I, I just so, want to say so my, my point was go ahead. If we were on YouTube, we'd be canceled right now. Yeah, but we're on Rumble. <laughs> we're on our so app and we're on Facebook. App. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So, but so my point was with all of this is, you know, people um, and maybe with people, the vaccines generally have a, a, a lower death rate. Maybe that maybe it's not as severe of a case. I don't know. But why is nobody trying to play um, the odds um, that this is just a bad, like the free market? This, odds. This is a bad flu. Yeah, because people are afraid. And 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 this was me earlier. Like right now, the market, the social media market, the advertising market, the public narrative is that if you catch COVID, you are going to die. That is the public narrative. And so, even people who don't believe that, despite the fact that millions have gotten it, that's right. And we're like, oh, really? Ninety-nine point. Nine, seven, but even nine, even yeah. so, though, yeah. even so, those people who know better, those people who are healthy, everybody who once they get it, they all have the thought because they've had the narrative running in their head this whole time. If you catch COVID, you're going to die. If you catch COVID, you're going to die. If you catch COVID, you're going to die. And so when they catch COVID and they get a little, a little bit, just a little bit, what do they do? They go oh, to the this hospital. Is, this is death. Don't worry about pretreatment. Let's go to the hospital. I've got yeah. death. And so they run and they run in fear to the hospital because they've already heard yep. the narrative. And, and it doesn't matter the other narrative here. We're not winning the narrative that you have an immune system that can actually fight off COVID. We are not winning that narrative. No, no, that no. narrative has been lost. And so if you're an insurance company, if you're a health company like this company, and you're like, um, do I want to try and take a bet on right. the people's fear or the truth? Right. Well, you're like, you're going to bet on the fear. Right. But, but if the truth will out long term, ultimately, the truth outs. Yeah. The truth wins. Absolutely. Um, where is the hospital out there that's willing to just say, we ain't playing? I don't think they exist. You should take your vitamins. Yeah. Um, if, if you need a little bit of extra help, come see us. We'll, we'll give you some ivermectin. We'll, we'll give you the ivermectin. We'll give you the, the what's the other one? Um, the hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. Um, uh, the, you know, we'll, we'll give you the Z-Pack. Yep. We'll give you the zinc treatment. 
That's, Where's uh, the hospital that's willing to do that? I like I like to know. There's there's too much pressure and there's too much government entanglement in those hospitals, anyways. Here, here's what I believe. It's, I believe you have doctors that are out there like that. Yeah. I don't believe you have hospitals out there like that. Yeah. Because they've done what government school and education has done. They've tied themselves so much oh, to is, the it, needs. It is a tapeworm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's, a tapeworm. It, it, it's attached too much of its needs to the paternal uh, relationship of the government. That's right. That, That's right. Um, they can't make a statement without daddy getting on them. That's Almost right. like. Um, and, and our, we're going to hit Project Veritas here right now um, where there, there's a bunch of Pfizer scientists who are. You know, behind the scenes, speaking to Project Veritas, not knowing it, and they're they're rat- talking about the antibodies. Um, but before we get there, real quick, um, related to this, my wife went to a hardware store um, to get ivermectin for our horses yeah. um, last week, and they made her sign a a, a, a letter or made her sign paper saying that it was not going to be used for human consumption. And then your business, like, even. <laughs> It, it was it was unbelievable, but this you know, is how, but wait, this wait, is wait, wait, wait. but this is how much the pressure is just going out. I know it's I going not, out to my our local hardware store. I, but right. I, do I have to sign something like that when I go get gasoline? Hey, hey I just want to make sure this, you aren't going to drink it, are you? Can't be drinking this. All right, so check out Project Veritas and what's going on over there. Virus, so your antibodies are probably better at that point than the vaccination. Nick Carl is an experienced biochemist at Pfizer with a history of working in the pharmaceutical industry. Nick admits to our undercover journalist that those who've had COVID have stronger immunity than those who've received the Pfizer COVID vaccine. When somebody is naturally um, immune, like they got COVID, um, they probably have better, like not better, but more antibodies against the virus because what the vaccine is, is like I said, that protein that's just on the outside. So it's just one antibody against one specific part of the virus. When you actually get the virus, you're going to start producing antibodies against like multiple pieces of the virus. And not only just like the outside portion, like the inside portion and the actual virus. So your antibodies are probably better at that point than the vaccination. Virus. Oops, sorry. Unless, unless you get the Pfizer booster shot. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. well, you were explaining this to me earlier. I've forgotten about this, but Dr. Ryan Cole, when uh, he was on our show, was medical explaining this. Show, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah he, it, like, it's like a bicycle tire? Yeah, he's, he says kind of like a bike. So, you know, the vaccine is made to recognize the bicycle tire, the outer spokes of the bicycle tire. Not, right? not the whole bike. Not the whole bike. Right. Just, just that front wheel. That front wheel is made okay. to recognize that. But let's say that that front wheel crashes into something. Right. Well, the virus the, mutates. The, the, yeah, the vaccine itself only sees that front tire. It can't do anything to the handlebars, to the seat, to yep. the pedal to the back no. tire your immune response would only recognize the tire that's not right. the rest of the bike but if you have natural immunity if you had of uh, covid then what happens is your body recognizes the, the handlebars the, 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 the seat everything yeah, that's is what in this guy's saying the, that's, the, the, that's, that's guy exactly like what he's saying and more people would have heard ryan cole if they wouldn't cancel guys like him when they said stuff like right, this yeah. months ago right. ryan cole has been saying this for a long time yeah. And no one wants, it's hard to even get us, we can't, we're getting kicked off of Twitter and YouTube. And YouTube because, because been, we say things that a doctor has said in response to what he's saying. But right. you know what's interesting to me? It's not only that he's saying this. Do you have the other clip from, from Dr. Cole too? Uh, you want, you want yeah, let's, go just go, right let's go to that okay. one. Because I think that clip right there. Laboratory after people get these shots, 
we're seeing a very concerning locked-in low profile of these important killer T-cells that you want in your body. It's almost a, re a reverse HIV. In HIV, you lose your helper T-cells, your CD4 cells. In this virus post-vaccine, what we're seeing is a drop in your killer T-cells, your CD8 cells. And what do CD8 cells do? They keep all other viruses in check. What am I seeing in the laboratory? I'm seeing an uptick of herpes family viruses. I'm seeing um, herpes, I'm seeing shingles, I'm seeing mono, I'm seeing a huge uptick in human papillomavirus uh, in the cervical biopsies and the cervical pap smears in women. In addition to that, there's a, a little infectious you know, bump that kids get called molluscum contagiosum. What do you need to keep that in check? You need CD8 uh, killer T cells. I am seeing a 20 times increase in individuals over the age of 50 of this little bump in rash. Um, you know, that's innocuous, but it, what it tells me is the immune status of these individuals mm. who've gotten the shot. We're literally weakening the immune system of these individuals. Now, most concerning of all is there's a pattern of these types of immune cells in the body that keep cancer in check. Well, since January 1, in the laboratory, I've seen a 20 times increase of endometrial cancers over what I see on an annual basis. That, that's January 2021, that's when the vaccine was getting a million a month. Right. That's when it was scaling up big time. Here's what scares me. Dr. Cole was right about this and has been right about this. And he's not worried about, he's not like a hospital right. who has the government behind them, funded them because of the paternal private setup. Laboratory, yeah. No, he is his own individual private setup yeah. and he's doing the work and he's, he's doing it over and over again every day. And he's looking at it over years, right? He's calculating and he's saying, wait a second, whatever's going on with this vaccine is having a, having a counter reaction to how people's right. natural immunity is working. Right. Um, and he's not allowed to say this because social media is putting a block on him. That's right. That's right. Well, what does that do to right. the, the actual individuals who need to know this information? If you're not allowed to even talk about this, let alone study it. Right. And here's here's what I think is going on here. I don't think you could um, not care about human life in America for the last 50 or 60 years. Right. And think all of a sudden people are going to care about your health and right. your rights That's here right. in America. Right. What we're getting is a um, my body uh, 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 liberal form of um, uh, uh Pro-choice legislation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's what we're getting. Mm -hmm. And so um, they're, they're using social media to crack down on it, and they're legislating against your ability to actually be able to help your own self. They don't mind killing people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, the ideology, I mean, the whole Roe versus Wade ideology is that um, – we have the right, and and sort of, and really fully. I mean, it, it, it's it's couched as a woman's right to choose, but really, what we're talking about is it's society's right to choose. To choose, that's, to right. Choose. that's it's right. Society's right to say right. there are certain things that are more important than human life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what that's the ideology. Yeah. Well, you can't go on saying that for fifty years. There are certain things more important than human life. Yep, that's right. And then and then come up against a virus, and then not be consistent with that ideology right that's that's the faith that we've been professing for a while right and so that's that's what's happening here is that there there are other things that are trumping uh the importance of human life and, and that's that's what's going on but um i'm sorry were you gonna do something you had one more clip you want to play are you done gabe um are you are you are you done yet um I, i'm waiting right now um people are being silenced when they speak out sage still yeah, uh, I just watched the clip of her talking about she's the ESPN. She was, she's been there for thirteen or fourteen yep. years, uh -huh. and she went on a show, Jay Cutler show, um, uncut, and just basically she hit all the all the sacred gods. She threw a rock at women. Do you, know, and, do you think she knew she was doing that? 
Um, no, I don't. I only think she knew she was doing one thing, and that was when she talked about the virus. But she talked about women in dress, and she basically said, listen, yes, the industry was rough for me. It's been kind of crazy um, dealing with men, but, hey, I brushed it off and kept doing my thing. Also, us women got to take responsibility for how we dress. And she made that statement and say, hey, it, you know, I ain't trying to remove the responsibility of the guys, but us women, we know why we put that dress on. Mm-hmm. Right. So we got to take some responsibility. They didn't like that. She talked about Obama and his biracial setup. Basically, she said, you know, I'm biracial. I want to acknowledge that. I got a black dad and a white mom. I want to acknowledge that. Mm. Um, and she talked about being on The View and the girls coming at her because she's not claiming to be black. Because she's like, no, I'm black and white. Yeah. And say, well, Obama, he marks black on his senses. Right. She's like, okay, cool. He gets yeah. to do that. Good she, for him. But what she did was <laughs> she said, you know, just because he does that, I, I don't understand why, you know, his black dad wasn't in his life and he marked black when his white mom has been in the whole time. That doesn't, you know, and yeah. so they took that and took a hit. And then the last one was she got the vaccine. Right. Because she had to. She said I was forced to. She said it was what oh, she, she was, said she felt defeated. Yes. And and watching her go through this, she was. She was she her voice was breaking a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I know. She looked like she's about to cry. Yeah, but and it, <laughs> And she she took she didn't even say anything I thought that was super bold except the fact that you know she said the mandate was sick and scary right that's the right mandate. Oh. She, yeah she said I I respect your choice you do what you want to do but right the mandate was oh. sick and scary you know she's on leave now yeah well is she really well yeah. after she got the oh. vaccine she ends up with COVID yeah it, well <laughs> well but they're not even talking about that this is NPR says ESPN anchor Sage Steele's off the air after her comments on vaccines and Obama yeah they're not, yeah some of them are talking everybody's been choosy in what they decide to say but wow. she got COVID and they gave her leave no it's, it, and they said at the least a week out but statement says at ESPN we embrace different points of view dialogue and discussion makes this place great that said we expect that those points of view be expressed respectfully in a manner consistent with our values and in line with our internal policies we yeah. are having direct conversations with sage and those conversations will remain respectfully yeah. what was disrespectful and about her comments this came. is like doug's point the other day on his article yeah where he said you know look at some of our friends um who've been nice and look at them getting attacked right? yeah and then look at our polemical yeah we're serrated yeah. here in moscow has, we're polemical it's nothing to do with how nice you say that's right and sage came out as well with an apology afterwards which i, I was know. really she apologized i was disappointed i was very disappointed with that but but what she what she found out was that she wasn't immune to that, right? right? And they are going to make an example of her to say, you don't get a chance to talk out. There is herd immunity to ESPN. But here's the thing. <laughs> Not, <laughs> that okay. Not that kind. Not that kind. They're immune yeah. to the truth. <laughs> here's something. Here's, here's what the reality of this is. This is what I've been watching. It's not just with Sage, but it's with all of us. For 13 or 14 right. years, she's been working at ESPN. She's probably made a lot of money there. And she's not at the point in her career, she hasn't been building anything to the point that she can say what she wants to say and walk off the set and say, I'm fine. I'm fine with where I'm at. That's right. That's right. And that's that's the problem. Yeah. She I, hasn't insulated herself enough right. to be able to say what she mm, needs to say and right. walk away. And, and the same is true with the Christian church. Th- that's right. Uh, no, Christians exactly. have not been living faithfully such that they can say what they need to say and walk off the stage. Mm. Well, well, and we aren't thinking clearly, um, you know. You read through, well, I've been reading through Corinthians, and it's kind of a, the first five chapters, like Paul keeps talking about judgments. You know, don't judge, don't judge this, judge this, don't, you right, know. Right, right, And and Learn how to make distinctions, yeah. Making, making distinctions on what to judge and what not to judge. Then you get to First Corinthians 6, and he says, don't you know that you're going to judge the world? <laughs> judge angels. And, and you're going to judge angels. And and it, we aren't, Christians are not thinking clearly we don't know what biblical judgments look like. I mean, as we're talking through the hospital stuff, 
It's complicated. It takes a lot to sort through it. We're trying to figure out, okay, what incentives are causing people to make certain decisions? What, why, why are hospitals not speaking up? Is it because of all the government money they're getting or not? Is it because they're cowards or not? Or they're afraid. Or they're afraid. What, of what, losing their jobs or of dying. But I'm convinced with the – and Pastor, maybe you can fill this out a little more with what you were saying with the church. But I'm convinced the reason for the church has nothing to do with money. I, I don't believe it does. I think for them it has to do with how the world views them. The it shame, has to do with money. You think it has to do with money? I think it's both. Really? Well, Where's press- the church getting the money from the government? Press- well, some of them are getting PPP money. But, that's true. But I think it has to do with just prestige and respectability. I think that's the biggest thing. But that has to do with money. Hmm. It's not It's not disconnected. You said prestige and money are Pres- running the same. Ma- mammon. Mammon is comfort. Mm. Mammon w- is being w- a world economy. Pay your bills. Have a second car. Take that vacation. Send right. your kids to the nice school. Yeah. So it's it's. I'm not saying it's money like I, I need to be, you know, Bezos or, you know, billionaire. Right. The, but I think it has to do with comfort. So we can't go to the places that we used got, to go to. I got a nice house. Yeah. I got a couple nice cars. Country club. I, I, I can go on a vacation. People like me. I got a little. Yeah. People like me. That's our gods. Those are our idols. That's, that's what I believe. That's, that's our idols. Yeah. And, that, and, that, and in order to be successful in this world, you have to make at least a little bit of money. Yeah, you gotta have enough people coming to your church. You can't have enough. You can't have people canceling you. Right. Um, that that's that's the issue. And 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 I think we have no. I mean, we have we have no idea what a Christian pastor is. Yeah. We have no idea what that's a Christian right. leader is anymore. Let I me mean, read your Bible. Which one of those Christian leaders in the Bible had a cush job? John the Baptist. He ate locusts and honey. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Bars. Not, none of them. <laughs> None of them. You don't have a Christian leader who has a cush job. Every one of them gives it up, mm-hmm. is willing to give it up, lays it down. Hosea. Wait, hold on. Sorry. <laughs> you still can't find one. Daniel. Come on. Daniel. <laughs> the lion's den was pretty comfy. He was in Babylon. No, but it, it's, it's we, like, we don't have Christian leaders. And so we don't have, a, we, I mean, the sheep are following the shepherds. Yeah. And the shepherds have not been leading. And the only, I mean, I take that back. They're leading. The wrong way. They're leading the wrong way. They're, they're, they're saying, hey, keep your head down. You got to have a good witness, have a good testimony, be nice, be, re, you know, say it nice. No, you're not saying it nice enough. You couldn't say it nicer than Sage Steele said it. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. A- a- allowing for everybody to yeah. make their own decisions right. about how they feel about it. has nothing to do with how nice it you are. Yeah. It has yeah. everything to do with whether you're going to follow Jesus no matter what. You're going to tell right. the truth no matter what. That's and right. you don't care about the consequences. There's the reason why Jesus said if you want to follow him, you need to take up your cross and follow him. You need to be willing. I mean, he says in one place, if you don't hate your father and mother, your wife and your children, and your life also, you cannot be his disciple. Mm-hmm. You know, Pastor. You can't. You have to hate them. I mean, compared to your love for Jesus and the truth and following him, your love for the kingdom, it will come off as hatred of your family. And your people will say, but don't you love me? Yeah. Don't, don't, don't you love me? You say, I love you. Yes, but I have to follow Jesus. He's more yeah. important than, than my, even my blood relatives. Yeah. In my reputation, my job. You, you have to follow Jesus like that. You, you, right, be, right before we start recording, Knox, you, you asked the question, when do people say, hey, maybe this is all from God. Maybe we yeah. should repent. <laughs> Just give it up. Like, like, you know, honestly, All right, God. Like, like, well, it's like, like get, the, get the vaccine, you still get it. Yeah, the, get yeah. the vaccine, you still get fired. Science isn't figuring it out. Take, take the money, you still, you still shut up. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. Like, like, it's, like you can't win yeah, for trying. That's right. Right? You can't win for trying. And, and it's because God is chasing us. Mm. Yeah. 
This is from God. That's right. This is a plague from God. And, and you and you can't like. And here's the thing: the, the the glorious thing is that because God is God, and and he and he deals out judgments personally. Um, there are some believers who, for very good reasons and by faith, believed that the best way they could follow Jesus was mm-hmm. to get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. God will protect their lives. That's right. That's right. And, and I'm not saying it in some kind of magical. No, no, no. Way. no I know I'm what you're saying, saying. God's blessing is going to be on them. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Because because mm-hmm. in Goshen, God's blessings there. Yeah. Right. I, I'm not. I'm not saying the vaccine is a plague. I'm not saying the plague is no. the plague. God is sending the plague. Yeah. And it's economic plagues. It's vaccine plagues. It's it's virus plagues. It's fear plagues. Yeah. All of it. And and and, and, the, and but the flip side is that people who rush to the vaccine as their savior, um, you know what's happening? Well, we don't even know what's happening. Cancer's breaking out. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. And, we have no idea. And, and you know, it reminds me of you know, it's, it's like. I mean, my, my answer to your question is, um, you know, if you read the stories, you know, people don't say, oh, this is God. Maybe we should stop. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the sad part. Is, I mean, like, I mean, the Pharaoh's, More poopy water. But, like, Pharaoh's magicians, it takes them like three or four plagues. And they're like multiplying. First of all, it's interesting in the Exodus story that they can they can reproduce the plagues. Yes. Can't make them go can't away. Can't make them go away. Yeah, <laughs> poopy water. You are a lot of help. Thank you, <laughs> magicians of Pharaoh. That's right. And like by the third or fourth one, they say, this is the finger of God. You probably should stop. And Pharaoh's, he's, no, mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they don't usually stop. Um, but but here's the thing. I mean, what are they doing? They're making it worse. Yeah, that's and, right. And that's frequently what our, our man-made solutions are. are the, the, the solutions where we defy the living God and we say, we are God. We control our destiny. We can control life. We can co- control the economy. We can control freedom. That's what Pharaoh's magicians did. Yeah. Remember when we had Doug on, we were doing a show every day during when the pandemic first started yeah. um, in March and April. And we had Doug on and he quoted Hebrews, um, uh, Hebrews 12. And he said, um, the the phrase is yet to come once more indicates the removal of all things that are shaken. That is the things which have been made in order that the things that cannot be shaken may remain. Right. And I really, um, I think we've really seen a lot of that this last year where there's a lot of things that have been shaken. Economies have been shaken. Um, you know, different organizations have been shaken. Our medical health care, the churches have been shaken so that the things that will remain. And in the midst of all this shaking that God is doing, I'm seeing our friends. I'm seeing who's going to fight with us. Yeah. I'm seeing the, who's going to be shaken and remain. And here's the deal: this are, these are like pre-quake tremors. Oh yeah, this isn't even hit hard. Yeah, this yet. isn't yep. even no, not no. even close. No, you, we're we're still at the beginning. Yeah, of this. you still got your house. Yeah, that's right. You, you haven't you even begun. Got, you still got your regular income coming in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, This is why faithfulness matters because if God is doing this, whose hands do you want to be in the hands of man or the hands of God? That's Faithful right. people will be in the hands of God. So if you're single, get married, and if you're married, have kids. If you have kids, go baptize them until Sunday. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight. Laugh and feast. This is Cross Politic.